On my journey to help define, preserve, and make accessible the legacy of my great-grandfather, Dwight L. Moody, and to assure his rightful place in American history, I had the pleasure of meeting Kevin Belmont while he was in Northfield, Massachusetts, doing research about Mr. Moody. I was impressed with his enthusiasm to learn about my great-grandfather and his interest in sharing that knowledge with others, via seminars, lectures, and articles. Upon learning about his authorship of books written about other famous people, I read several of them. I was impressed by Kevin's thorough knowledge of subject matter, but even more pleased with his literary style that makes reading enjoyable and easy to comprehend. Needless to say, I was surprised and pleased when Kevin told me he had written a book about my great-grandfather and asked me if I would like to review an early draft. I accepted that offer. My reaction? Kevin's thorough knowledge of subject matter and his user-friendly literary style are also clearly reflected in D.L. Moody, A Life. During my journey mentioned above, I have met and come in contact with people from all over the United States and several foreign countries. I am continually amazed at how these people from different religious, nationality, age, gender, economic, and geographical backgrounds still love and respect Dwight L. Moody. Reading Kevin Belmont's book will help you understand why Moody still lives today. It is clearly evident Kevin has absorbed the Moody spirit and is anxious to do all he can to preserve the Moody legacy. I heartily recommend D.L. Moody, A Life. David S. Powell, Mount Hermon, Class of 1948, Yale University, Class of 1952. I got a treat last night. Moody sat up alone with me till near one o'clock telling me the story of his life. He told me the whole thing. A reporter might have made a fortune out of it. I hope you will see something of Moody. My admiration of him has increased a hundredfold. I had no idea before of the moral size of the man, and I think very few know what he really is. Henry Drummond Preface McKinley, T.R., and Wilson. Revivals are, as we read elsewhere, cyclonic. They recur. Possibly one is due. If so, society will have reason to be grateful if there arises a revivalist so sound in himself, so true to his faith, so human in his contacts, so consecrated in his loyalties, as Dwight L. Moody. The New York Times. It is rare to find a man given homage by three presidents, let alone three in succession, yet such was D. L. Moody. The presidents who praised him understood that he had shaped their time, and if the visage of Theodore Roosevelt would one day be set on Mount Rushmore, Moody gained a kind of immortality only presidents can bestow, their genuine respect. We can read the words they wrote about Moody and what they said of him. Following the death of D. L. Moody in late December 1899, William McKinley sent a moving letter of condolence to Moody's widow. There was a sequel. Several months later, Moody's son Will called at the White House. Ushered to an inner room, he was given preference over other callers. When taken to see the president, Will's intention was to extend an invitation for the president to come to Northfield, Massachusetts, home to three schools D. L. Moody had established. This done, Will had no wish to trespass on the president's time. He would extend the invitation, offer thanks, and leave. There were many other callers that day. 
but McKinley was in no hurry. He bade Will sit down, saying, I want to talk with you, Mr. Moody. He paused for a moment, then said, Do you realize that your father was a very great man? Will was circumspect in his reply. I am sure he was a good man, he said. McKinley grew insistent. Will Moody never forgot the words that came next. But your father was a great man, too, the president said, and when greatness and goodness are combined, you have a rare character. By mid-September 1901, President McKinley had met a tragic death, taken too soon by an assassin's bullet. One year later, his successor, Theodore Roosevelt, would journey to Northfield. This set the stage for a meeting no less memorable than Will Moody's White House interview.